0: Welcome back to the show. As a year ago yesterday. Ken Sim and his ABC candidates swept into power in Vancouver. Mr. Sim's victory ended a 14 year run by Vancouver's uh, center left in our city, elected on the promise to hire more police officers and mental health nurses, make our streets safer, and have a civic government get back to the basics. He was elected on this pro- that, those promises and he was given a supermajority. One year later, many of those challenges still remain, though. Mayor Ken Sim joins us on the show today. He has promised to join us once a month to take questions from us and our listeners and he joins us now mayor sim thank you for joining us today hey jazz thanks for having me hey no problem well look we got a lot to talk about but uh, the airbnb legislation was introduced today the minister was on the show about half an hour ago uh your thoughts and i'm not sure if you've seen the legislation or been able to read at least uh, some stories on it any thoughts at this stage in regards to the province stepping in in regards to bringing in airbnb legislation
1: Yeah, you know, we saw it come across the wire just uh, very recently. But, uh, you know, I I think it's a positive first uh, or like a positive step. Um, You know, at the end of the day, uh, we want to enforce, you know, uh, people that uh, aren't following the rules. We want to make it uh, harder for uh, them to, uh, you know, avoid the rules. And this is a step in the right direction.
0: Do you think it could have been tougher or do you think it gives enough flexibility for folks like yourself at the municipal level? To, uh, uh, you know, decide whether you need to move forward on certain things, some things can be tougher, some things can be a bit easier. You know, does it give you the flexibility to, to deal with your localized challenges when it comes to short term rentals?
1: Well, it, def- it definitely helps, right, uh, with the new enforcement tools, you know, uh, with the um, you know the the database that they're going to be creating so we can actually see what we're working with. These are all, you know, positive steps mm-hmm. in, you know, going after people who are not following the rules. And I, I do want to emphasize that, um, you know, and uh, it, look, we, we have a lot of challenges with housing. There are a lot of people uh, who want to live here, who can't afford to live here, or they can't find places. And so this is just another uh, thing that helps us pr- to provide more housing uh, to those people that want to live here. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, there is a variety of things that you're going to discuss and debate during an election campaign. I obviously couldn't list all of them, but you're a year into your mandate now. Some have said that, look, when you have a majority, especially a majority that Ken Sim and his councillors have, um, a majority is a terrible thing to waste. It is often said in politics, you go come in and do the big, bold things, sometimes controversial things because you have a majority. Some have said that, that this present council in Vancouver hasn't done the big, bold things yet. What do you say to that argument?
1: Uh, Well, I think we've done a lot of bold things, and I also think that we are incredibly thoughtful. I think people assume that you're just going to come in here like a bull in a china shop and just uh, knock things over, and that that actually wouldn't be productive. It may make people feel really good initially, but we take a longer-term view, and uh, we want to do right by the city. And so... What's you the know, bold when, things? When you look at bold stuff, stopping the road tax, getting rid of the cup fee, getting rid of a fifth bike lane within 200 metres of Broadway, uh, Mayor's Budget Task Force, hiring 100 police officers, which we've hit, by the way, um, hiring um, you know mental health workers, body-worn cameras, bringing back the SLO program, revitalizing Chinatown, making investments in the Granville Entertainment District and Gastown, just to name a few. Um, and that's not even before we even talk about housing. So, you know, uh, a lot of the things that we're, we're, we have a big motion uh, coming to Council this week that talks about seven different things. In addition to, um, you know, in the last couple of weeks, uh, uh, Councillor Kirby Young lobbying to have uh, bus rapid transit brought to hasten Sunrise, uh, you know, the, the work that we've done on child care, uh, student housing, view cones, just to name a few. Um, Some of these things, uh, you know, uh, have an immediate impact. Some things take a while Mm -hmm. and laying, laying the foundation, you know, the the stuff that we're going to be talking about in our, um, uh, in our motion this week. These are things that once we uh, work on them, you're not going to see an immediate impact right now. These are going to take time. Uh, It's going to take time to flesh out, but we're going to create an environment where we can build more housing uh, faster in the future. And if, If this was done and executed on, uh, 10 years ago, we're probably not having as many uh, conversations around housing as we are now.
0: 10 years from now, when you've left that mayor's chair uh, and you look back, I'm, I'm not sure view cones would be your number one things that you've accomplished. I'm, I understand the argument you're making. We, we've been focusing on that. We've done a few stories on the view cones. But when you look back, what is your one or, what are the one or two things you want to look back and say, I accomplished those things that are important for the city? Are the two or three things that are a priority for you? Beyond what you've just told me, But what are the one or two things that you really want to get done Well, there's
1: four, um, four really clear ones. Um, One, uh, we talked about speeding up the permitting process. So if we can get permits faster um, for uh, our home builders, then we create an environment where we can build more homes. The second thing is revitalizing Chinatown. If we have a vibrant neighborhood there in the future where we celebrate our history and the future of Chinatown, uh, that would be a winner. Uh, Three, making sure that our businesses, uh, there's an incredible business environment here where businesses will not only survive but will thrive, Mm -hmm. uh, because that creates vibrant neighborhoods and opportunities for kids um, and and people to live and work here. But it also helps us on the affordability side. Um, And then um, having a material impact on, uh, you know, the the challenges, uh, not only in the downtown east side, but uh, in this case, in the downtown east side, when it comes to substance use disorder, people experiencing homelessness, uh, a lot of the mental health challenges that we have to make a significant impact on that those would be the four main ones but the fifth one is creating a place where we groom our future leaders and we build an infrastructure so this place gets even better after we leave office and not because they ripped up the playbook and went in the opposite direction it's because we put the things in place uh, and we groomed our future leaders until uh-huh. so this place is better and it's not reliant on any one person or any one party and that that that's what success looks like for us
0: for you okay uh, let's talk to touch on housing just for a second you had a big press conference last week in regards to your priorities uh, in uh-huh. regards to uh, the the particular announcement you talked about wanting to do what Burnaby to a certain degree has done which is greater density around uh, transit stations you've talked about the the village plan um, how long will that actually take to implement and start will we see you know some results from because those are big broad issues that you've brought up but uh, implementing them can take many many years beyond sometimes one or two mandates uh, what is the timeline for something like that
1: well our part of the sea i think it can happen uh, i don't want to say fairly quickly because everyone has a different definition of fairly quickly but if we can get all the uh, you know, all the rules uh, and everything passed in the first term, that would be great. Because once that happens, um, you know, uh, home builders uh, can build and they can continue to build. And so when you look at our uh, 26 villages strategy, what we're talking about here is actually pre-zoning those uh, areas for single family homes, townhomes, multiplexes, and three to six stories. And so instead of you know, um, builders having to navigate a very cumbersome system and they, you know, it could take two years to 12 years to get a permit. Basically, there will be incredible clarity as to what they can build. basically immediately and they can start to build and then it's really up to them to make sure they they have all their ducks in a row Mm -hmm. but the city would not be uh, a bottleneck to that process when it comes to skytrain yeah look i i think it's absolutely ridiculous that we have well i i've identified or we've identified four but you can make an argument for way more than four stations that have uh, basically no density around them and it's just a wasted opportunity and if we want to get real about dealing with the housing crisis that we have mm-hmm. we have to be bolder and we have to think bigger and so i, I don't you know I, I use uh king edward and canby as an example on the northwest corner um of that street where the sky train station is we have what a seven-story apartment building there that's absolutely crazy Like Mm -hmm. we should, it should be a lot taller. We should have more housing on that site. It's right on transit. It's an opportunity uh, to have more people in the area, get people out of their cars because it's right on transit. It just works on so many levels. And the fact that there's only seven stories there, Mm -hmm. it's a wasted opportunity. And I think of all the families that don't have an opportunity to live in Vancouver because, you know, that decision was made. And we're not going to make that mistake again on our major transit hubs and along SkyTrain and our subways, it should be more dense.
0: Okay, welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us, we are speaking to Vancouver Mayor Ken Sim. Yesterday, uh, to a year yesterday uh, was the anniversary. Mr. Sim uh, and his team uh, won the election with a super majority, ending a 14-year run by Vancouver's center-left. Lots of stuff, obviously, on the plate uh, for council, as it always is uh, when it comes to safer streets and, and uh, dealing with and wanting to hire more police officers, which the mayor says that they have done, uh, and of course mental health nurses, which is, uh, they're still working on, and many other issues around housing and uh, a variety of other challenges before City Hall. want to hear from you, 604-280-9898. Uh, let's go to the open line. Let's go to uh, Mark in Vancouver. Hi, Mark.
1: Oh, hi. Yes, um, mainly I called to thank and congratulate uh, Mayor Sim. Um, yeah, I really appreciated you running such a successful campaign last year and getting rid of the, so, the so-called centre left. I, I think it's a bit more left. And center, I own a small business. Um, I look forward to the reduction in regulations and red tape. So I hope that is something you are looking at, not just for home builders, but also for opening
2: a business.
0: Mark, thank you for your call. So there you go, uh, uh, Mayor. They're not always negative calls. (laughs) So there you go. You got got a good one there. So, I mean, that's partially, I mean, are you heading, you you and I have talked about this before, but reducing just sort of red tape at City Hall. Sometimes I roll my eyes a little bit because there's always going to be some bureaucracy. That's how processes and systems and governments work. But is there some, I guess, bureaucracy you can cut back on at City Hall in your mind?
1: Absolutely. And so, so I, I want to thank Mark, um, the caller, for um, the, those nice uh, words. And uh, I also want to put out there, uh, people look at the role of office and mayor. Uh, and, you know, none of this is possible without our incredible team, like my partners in council, but also our incredible team at the City of Vancouver. Um, They do all the hard work. Uh, So, yes, um, it's not just regulations on housing. It's regulations and bylaws and crazy stuff throughout our city. And our team has been working incredibly hard on the housing front. They've already identified a couple of hundred, um, you know, legacy sort of bylaws and guidelines and directions from previous councils that um, just don't make any sense. And they're going to be presenting that uh, to us um, with recommendations to get rid of most of them, and we're just going to make sure that there aren't any unintended consequences. And we're going to be applying that to, uh, you know, all the different business processes as well, or, or um, you know, processes where businesses have to go through hoops. Because um, at the end of the day, um, you know, if if we don't support our businesses, if we make it, it's already tough enough to run a business. The last thing they need is to get... Uh, uh, slowed down or stopped by city hall we should actually be out there saying how can we help you uh, get up and running faster and than
0: when that, when that can that we way. expect that Legislate or, or just that information coming out in regards to the specific red tape you wish to get rid of when when can we expect that
1: it's going to be ongoing but i think the housing stuff comes uh it'll um uh, become uh public over the next
2: uh, month or two
0: okay all right yeah. uh let's go to uh, dave in vancouver hi dave Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I just wanted to say I'm really happy that um, Mayor Sam got in. I had everybody I knew voting and uh, getting out to make sure he got in because, you know, the, the previous councils, the, the direction that they were going, it's it just their it stupidity. And, you know, Jazz has a couple of um, lead-ins to some of his shows where he talks about politi- politicians needing to stay in their lane and focus on what's important. And I, that's why I love Listening to jazz because it it just <laughs> makes sense that you know you, you can't be doing trying to save the world when you're just a mayor for the city of Vancouver, right? Mm-hmm. So my question to you is: um, We live by a, a SkyTrain station. We have a single-family home, and we bought it from a, a, a gentleman that built it, and he and he's got two suites in it. And we um, so we we had a basement that was partially a concrete you know crawl space. We went to the city and they allowed us to dig it out, so we have a family room for our kids. But the inspector has um, since come back and said, okay, he walked through one of the suites, and it's got a stove and a a kitchen in it. And he basically says, we've got to take out the stove, and we have too much cabinets. It's supposed to be a bar, not a kitchen. And so we've got to remove all this stuff. Well, there's two people that live there. So, I mean, if we're trying to add density you know it just to me it's it's more stupidity why why can i have two sweets like who do i need to talk to to get some sense like what, if i if i get rid of this stove and, and cabinets these guys aren't going to be able to cook they're going to have to go find another place to live does dave, that make
0: sense dave thank you for your call uh, mira uh, can you attempt to answer that one brother getting too specific getting too specific
1: yeah, you know, that's beyond my pay grade, but what I can tell you is, yeah, we we definitely have an affordability and an attainability uh, challenge uh, in the City of Vancouver when it comes to housing, and, and if the uh, caller wants to, um, you know, leave us with their details, I can have someone here at the City look into it and figure out, you know, what's going on as a second set of eyes, um, and we could, you know, either re-look it and go, yeah, that didn't make sense, or... Um, we can give the reason why, you know, we're doing what we're doing.
0: Yeah. Dave, uh, stay on the line. Stephen will get your contact information. We'll pass it along to the mayor's office. Uh, Mayor Sim, we've run out of time. Thank you so much for your time today. Look forward to having you on uh, very soon, I guess next month. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I I still go by the name Ken, so... uh... <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. I just feel weird calling you Ken. I prefer Mayor Simmons. <laughs> just,
1: All right. All right. Well, I, I won't bring it up anymore, but I, I'm not. Uh, while I take the office of mayor very seriously, um, you know what? I, I still go by the name Ken.